We continue the explanation uh, of Riyadh al-Salihin and we are talking still about the hadith of Abdullah bin Ka'b bin Malik hadith number 21 uh, from the benefits of this hadith is that this hadith involves or there is evidence in this hadith that it is from the sunnah if someone brings you that which is pleasing to you, is that to be? Is that you be given congratulations and greetings on that? Whether this is, or a news of this life, or a news regarding one's deen. If someone involves, tells you, um, or you receive uh, pleasing news in these matters of this life, or of the of, of or in deen, then. It is from the Sunnah that you be congratulated and given glad tidings about it. And that's why the angels gave glad tidings to Ibrahim alayhi salam. The angels gave glad tidings to Ibrahim alayhi salam uh, with uh, the news of Ismail as a clement son and the news of Ishaq, Ishaq as a knowledgeable son the angels gave the glad tidings to Ibrahim of the of his offspring Ismail and Ishaq the second the second benefit is that there is no harm uh, to get up for someone to greet him in that which is pleasing to him and getting up for someone is it, it's okay to do and it came in the sunnah so you may get up and move forward to greet someone or shake his hands and congratulate him regarding that which is pleasing to him. Similarly, similarly is the standing up for uh, someone out of respect while you're staying in your place, not moving. This is no harm as long as people are used to that because there is no prohibition regarding it however the prohibition and the warning is regarding a person who likes people to stand up before him this is where the warning came in the hadith reported by Abu Dawood and Ahmed and the hadith is authentic. The Prophet said, Man ahabba an yatamathar lahu rijal qiyaman fal yatabawwa maqadahu min al-nar. Let him who likes people to stand up before him prepare his place in hell. A very strong warning. 
The people of knowledge said that standing or getting up is of three types. First, getting up for someone to shake his hands and to greet him. The second is to stand by someone or rather to stand up for someone showing respect while standing in your place. And the third is to to stand by someone for magnification for magnification as to the first type there is no harm in that and the sunnah came in that by way of command and approval and action as well this is when as to the command it is when the prophet والسلام, when Sa'ad bin Mu'ad radiallahu ta'ala anhu came after he made the judgment concerning Bani Quraidah, the Jews. The Prophet ﷺ said to the companions, Qumu ila Sayyidikum. Stand up for your chief. Sa'ad bin Mu'ad radiallahu was injured in the battle of Al-Ahzab the battle of the confederates he was injured in the medial arm vein in the medial arm vein or main artery of the arm and if this uh, opens up this can lead to a person's death and in the hadith which is narrated by Abu Sa'id al-Khudri radiallahu ta'ala anhu the people of Bani Quraidah, the Jews, agreed to accept the verdict of Sa'ad bin Mu'ad. So the Prophet ﷺ sent for Sa'ad. And the late and Sa'ad came riding a donkey. And when he reached or approached the masjid, the mosque, the Prophet ﷺ said to the Ansar, here's the point of evidence. Qumu ila Sayyidikum. Get up for your chief or for the best among you. And then the Prophet ﷺ said to Sa'ad, these, meaning Bani Quraidah, have agreed to accept your verdict. And so Sa'ad, because of their radiallahu ta'ala anhu said, agreed to give the verdict to concerning the Jews of Bani Quraidah. And they, the Jews, agreed to accept your verdict, the Prophet ﷺ said to Sa'ad. So Sa'ad decreed that their men, the warriors of them, be killed, and their offspring and women to be taken as captives. And the Prophet ﷺ said to Sa'ad, قَضَيْتَ بِحُكْمِ اللَّهِ you have judged according to Allah's judgment. And in another narration, the Prophet ﷺ said, لَقَدْ حَكَمْتَ فِيهِمْ بِحُكْمِ اللَّهِ مِنْ فَوْقِ سَبْعِ سَمَوَاتِ You have judged them by Allah's rule from above seven heavens.
So here the point of evidence is Qumu ila Sayyidikum. Get up for your chief. And so they went and they assisted him getting down off his mount. So therefore in this case, this manner of standing is okay. The second is Al-Qiyam Rajul to stand up for to stand up for someone showing uh, respect. This is conditional if this is a habit in the community or amongst people. And also, if the one who enters sees that if you don't stand up, then that will be a kind of disrespect to him. Under this situation, some of the ulama are with the opinion that this is okay to do. Though, though they even wore, they even cautioned that leaving this is better. Leaving this is better. The third is to stand by someone for magnification. For example, like he is sitting and someone stands by his head as a sort of magnification, magnifying this person who is sitting. This is forbidden. This is forbidden. Unless there is a need. Unless there is a need. Unless there is a need. Like for example, if it is feared that someone may attack this person, then in this case it is okay to stand up by his head as a means of protection. As a means of protection. Also it is permissible if he stands by his head as an honor to him in situations where it is intended to show respect to him and a humiliation to his enemies. Just as occurred with Al-Mughira bin Shu'bah radiallahu ta'ala anhu in the treaty of Al-Hudaybiyah when Quraysh Send delegates. Send delegates to negotiate with the Prophet ﷺ. Al Mughira bin Shu'ba was standing by the head of the Prophet ﷺ and with his hand was the sword as a magnification for the Messenger ﷺ and a humiliation to the messengers of the kuffars of the kafirs who came for negotiations. And in this there is the real evidence that Muslims should enrage the kafirs by saying and action because this is what we are commanded and this is 
as in Surah At-Tawbah, chapter 9, 73. O Prophet Muhammad strive hard against the disbelievers and the hypocrites and be harsh against them. Their abode is hell. And worst indeed is that destination. But it is unfortunate that from us there are those who want to share pleasure and joy with the Kafirs even to the extent that they may share with their festivities which is based upon shirk and kufr disbelief which is and which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not pleased with and this is done by those who we seek refuge in Allah from that from those who don't estimate the deen properly as Imam Ibn Qayyim rahimahullah mentioned in his book Ahkamu Ahli Dhimma the rulings regarding the people of Dhimma meaning the people of the book under Muslim rule he said مَن لَيْسَ عِنْدَهُ قَدْرٌ لِلدِّينِ يُشَارِكْهُمْ فِي الْأَعْيَادِ وَيُهَنِّئُهُمْ the one who does not have the proper estimation of the deen shares with them their festivals and congratulates them and greets them on them and how how he does this bringing the pleasure and joy to the enemies of Allah and his enemies they are enemies of Allah and enemies of us and to his deen and to his angels and to the prophets and to the righteous and to the martyrs so here Al-Mughira bin Shu'ba the point of evidence Al-Mughira bin Shu'ba who stood by the head of the Prophet والسلام, carrying the sword out of magnification Even to the extent that during this visit of the Kafir Mushrik delegates, the Sahaba did something they didn't normally do. Whenever the Prophet spit it out a subtum, they would take it by their hands and wipe over their faces and their chests. Yet they never did this before. Why? Because when the messengers of the kuffar returned to the kafirs in Mecca, they would tell them of the condition and the stance of the sahaba with respect to their prophet They did this in front of them, Yet they didn't do this before. To emphasize to them, to let them see and take the news to the people in Mecca of the stance of the Sahaba, of the companions with their Prophet والسلام, to this extent. And that's why when the messengers of Quraysh returned, one of them said, By Allah, I entered 
the palaces of kings and Kisras and Caesars and Najashi and I haven't seen anyone magnified by his companions as the companions of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa magnify him radiallahu ta'ala anhum wa ardahum wa jazahumullahu anna khayra so therefore if standing by the person if it is intended to care and preserve him or if it is intended to be a means of enraging the enemies, then there is no harm in this. Otherwise, it is forbidden. Otherwise, it is forbidden. The third benefit. The one whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bestows a favor upon him, it is from the sunnah to give charity from some of that wealth which Allah may bestow upon him. Because when the Prophet approved approved Ka'ab bin Malik when he decided to give charity from his wealth as a tawbah to Allah Azza wa Jal the Prophet agreed to that. So it is from the Sunnah therefore to give in charity some of what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bestows upon a person from wealth. Then Ka'ab bin Malik mentioned in his narration that from his tawbah, repentance, was that he, not to mention or report anything and say anything, that is false or untrue after Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saved him by his truthfulness and he continued to be, to be on that after Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepted his repentance and he was the example in truthfulness to the extent that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed in his book regarding him and his two companions in Surah At-Tawbah 119 Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu ittaqu allaha wa kunu ma'a sadiqin Oh, you believe? Be afraid of Allah and be with those who are true in words and in deeds. Allah revealed verses showing His favor upon them by granting them accepting their repentance. When he subhanahu wa ta'ala stated in Surah Tawbah 9117 Allah has forgiven the Prophet ﷺ, the Muhajirs, the Muslim immigrants, who left their homes and came to Medina, and the Ansar, the Muslims of Medina, who followed him, Muhammad ﷺ, in the times of distress, 
in the Tabuk expedition. After the hearts of a party of them had nearly deviated from the, part, from the right path, but he accepted their repentance, and certainly he is unto them full of kindness, most merciful. So in this verse, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepted the repentance of the Prophet has forgiven and the Muhajirs and the Ansar he asserted it by saying لَقَدْ تَابَ اللَّهُ Allah has forgiven as to the Prophet he has forgiven the Prophet Muhammad Rasulullah the final and last messenger whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgave his past and future sins as to the as to the muhajirs the muslim immigrants who left mecca to medina they left their homes and came to al medina they immigrated for allah and his messenger so they did in that they combined in this action the hijra and the leaving their homes and their lands. In addition, in addition to the victory, in addition to the help and victory they gave to the Prophet because they immigrated for that great purpose of giving help to the messenger والسلام, as to the Ansar the helpers those who the people of Medina who gave their homes to the Prophet and gave him victory and protected him and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this verse he mentioned the muhajirs before the ansar why? because in their work two things were combined the hijrah the immigration and the nusrah and the help then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this verse said Concerning the three, or concerning those who followed the messenger in the expedition to Tabuk, and those who followed him in the time of distress, also Allah accepted their repentance and forgave them. This occurred at a time when there was a lot of hardship, intense heat. And people would have enjoyed staying in their homes. And that was the time when fruits are about to be harvested, being ripe and good shade and so forth. Yet they left all of that. They went during this journey of hardship at times of distress. 
This is at a time when what? مِنْ بَعْدِ مَا كَادَ يَزِيغُ قُلُوبُ فَرِيقٍ مِّنْهُمْ After the hearts of a party of them had nearly deviated from the right path. But he accepted their repentance. And then he asserted that one more time by saying, إِنَّهُ بِهِمْ رَؤُوفٌ رَحِيمٌ Certainly he is unto them full of kindness. Then he mentioned the three. And the next statement, وَعَلَى الثَّلَافَةِ الَّذِينَ خُلِّفُوا what does it mean? And he did forgive also the three who did not join the Tabuk expedition. Verse, one, verse 118. The three who did not join the Tabuk expedition whom the Prophet ﷺ left. What does it mean here? He did not give his judgment in their case. And their case was suspended for Allah's decision. This is the meaning of khulifu. The decision regarding their matter was suspended. It did not mean that they remained behind, choosing to remain behind. But rather the Prophet ﷺ left them and did not give this judgment in their case. And their case was suspended for Allah's decision and judgment. حَتَّى إِذَا ضَاقَتْ عَلَيْهِمُ الْأَرْضُ بِمَا رَحُبَتْ Till for them the earth, vast as it is, was straightened. And their own selves were straightened to them. To the extent that Ka'ab bin Malik said, The earth has changed for me. To the extent that I said, I don't know. Am I in Medina or in somewhere else? Because of the degree of straightness they went in. But they persevered. Until the relief came from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Most High. And they perceived that there is no fleeing from Allah and no refuge but with Him. With certainty, they came to know that there is no fleeing from Allah and no refuge, from, refuge but with Him. Meaning no one will avail them. And there is no flee from Allah except to Allah. In whose hands, subhanahu wa ta'ala, is everything. Then, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, ثُمَّ تَابَ عَلَيْهِمْ لِيَتُوبُوا إِنَّ اللَّهَ هُوَ التَّوَابُ الرَّحِيمُ Then he accepted their repentance that they might repent unto him. تَابَ عَلَيْهِمْ He accepted their repentance. the level of tawbah no one can achieve except the one whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bestows success those beloved by Allah as Allah the most high said in surah al-Baqarah in 2 222 inna Allah loves those who often repent. وَيُحِبُّ الْمُتَطَاهِرِينَ Those who purify themselves. Loves those who turn into him in repentance. And loves those who purify themselves. As to those who sought the illegal excuse, the hypocrites. 
the Prophet ﷺ sought Allah's forgiveness for them and kept their affairs and their secrets to Allah. Allah revealed regarding them. Sayahlifuna billahi. Verse 95. Sayahlifuna billahi. Lakum. Even qalabtum ilayhim lituridu anhum. فَأَعْرِضُ عَنْهُمْ إِنَّهُمْ رِجْزِ They will swear by Allah to you, O Muslims, when you return to them, that you may turn away from them. So turn away from them. Surely they are رِجْزِ impure because of their evil deeds. وَمَأْوَاهُمْ جَهَنَّمُ جَزَاءً بِمَا كَانُوا يَكْسِبُونَ Impure because of their evil deeds. They are like the dung of animals. And what comes out from men? Defecation, impure, nejis, rich. Very stiff words. وَمَأْوَاهُمْ جَهَنَّمْ جَزَاءً بِمَا كَانُوا يَكْسِبُونَ Hell is their dwelling place, a recompense for what they used to earn. Worst is the abode. They will move from this life to hell. We seek refuge in Allah from that. And we seek well-being from Him. The blazing fire. Close therein. يَحْلِفُونَ لَكُمْ لِتَرْضَوْا عَنْهُمْ They, the hypocrites, swear to you, Muslims, that you may be pleased with them. Because you don't know their secrets. And nothing appears to you except what is apparent from them. فَإِن عَنْهُمْ فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ لَا يَرْضَى عَنِ الْقَوْمِ الْفَاسِقِينَ But if you are pleased with them, certainly Allah is not pleased with the people who are fasiqeen, rebellion, disobedient. If all mankind are pleased with you, and Allah is not pleased with you, then their pleasure with you will not avail you. Nothing will avail you is the pleasure except the pleasure of Allah. We ask Allah the Most High to be pleased with us and to forgive us our sins and mistakes and errors and to accept our repentance. لِأَنَّ اللَّهَ إِذَا رَضِيَ عَنْكَ if Allah is pleased with you, He will make people pleased with you. So don't strive to please people. He will make their hearts inclined to you. As in the hadith, إِنَّ اللَّهَ إِذَا أَحَبَّ عَبْدًا If Allah loves someone of His slaves, دَعَ Jibril. He will call upon Jibreel, Gabriel alayhi salam, and says to him, Inni uhibbu fulana, I love such and such, fa'ahibbahu, so love him. Allah specifies the person, and Jibreel loves him. 
ثم ينادي في السماء then Jibreel will make an announcement amongst the inhabitants in heavens فيقول and says إن الله يحب فلانا فأحبه Allah loves such and such so love him فيحبه أهل السماء so the inhabitants of paradise of heaven will love him then he said ثم يوضع له القبول في الأرض then acceptance will be placed for him on earth فيكون مقبولا لدى أهل الأرض so he'll be accepted with the people on earth we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us from those who specify as he loves this is as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala stated in surah Maryam in chapter 19 verse 96 إن وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ سَيَجْعَلُوا لَهُمُ الرَّحْمَانُ وُدَّ Finally, those who believe in Tawheed, in Allah and His Messenger, and work deeds of righteousness, the most beneficent, Allah will bestow love for them in the hearts of the believers. Allah will bestow love for them in the hearts of the believers. But if the person seeks the pleasure of people, in that which is a means of attaining the wrath of Allah, then the matter is the opposite. Allah will be angry with him and will make people angry with him. And that's why when Muawiyah radiallahu ta'ala anhu took the khilafah, took the leadership of the believers, Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha <coughs> wrote to him saying سَمِعْتُ النَّبِيَّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ يقول, I heard Allah's Messenger وسلم, saying مَنِ الْتَمَسَ رِضَ اللَّهِ بِصَخَةِ النَّاسِ كَفَاهُ اللَّهُ مُؤْنَةَ النَّاسِ Anyone who seeks the pleasure of Allah while in that it will be a means of receiving the anger of people, then Allah will suffice him, the affairs of people. وَمَنِ الْتَمَسَ رِضَ النَّاسِ بِصَخَطِ اللَّهِ And anyone who seeks the pleasure of people, such that it will bring upon him in that which will lead to the displeasure of Allah upon him, then Allah will leave him to the people. This is hadith is reported in a Tirmidhi. And Shaykh al-Albani rahimahullah authenticated it. Many are those who seek the pleasure of people while making Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala angry with them. They will receive the anger of Allah if people, even if people are, ple- are pleased with them. So that will be of no, of no veil to them. قال الله تعالى in Surah Al-Tawbah in 9.96 فَإِن تَرْضَوْا عَنْهُمْ فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ لَا يَرْضَ عَنِ الْقَوْمِ الْفَاسِقِينَ If you are pleased with them, certainly Allah is not pleased with you, with the people who are fasiqeen, rebellious and disobedient to Allah. 
in this ayah, there is warning against fisk, rebellion, disobedience. Committing sins, the greatest of which is kufr, disbelief. Each act of sin and rebellion and disobedience diminishes from Allah's pleasure. Because the ruling which is attached to a quality or a description increases with its increase and diminishes with its diminution and strengthens by its strength and weakens by its weakness. And fisk, rebellion and disobedience is from the causes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala leading to the displeasure of Allah with the person. As he stated, but if you are pleased with them, certainly Allah is not pleased with the people who are fasiqeen, rebellious. And fisk has many types and levels differ in their magnitude. The ill-treatment of the parents is from fisk, from rebellion. Severing the ties of kinship is from fisk and disobedience. Cheating people is from fisk and disobedience. Treachery regarding those who have covenants, you make covenants with, is also fisk. Lying is from fisk. Every sin is fisk. However, the minor sins are expiated by the good deeds. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala stated in Surah Al-Isra, in chapter 17, verse 78, لِدُلُوكِ الشَّمْسِ إِلَىٰ غَسَقِ اللَّيْلِ وَقُرْآنَ الْفَجْرِ إِنَّ قُرْآنَ الْفَجْرِ كَانَ مَشْهُودًا Perform salah from midday till darkness of the night. And recite the Qur'an in the early dawn, meaning the morning prayer. Verily the recitation of the Qur'an in the early dawn is ever witnessed, meaning attended by the angels in charge of mankind of the day and the night. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala stated in Surah, in Surah Hud 11, 114, إِنَّ الْحَسَنَاتِ يُذْهِبْنَ السَّيَّاتِ Verily, Allah, the good deeds remove the evil deeds. The good deeds remove the evil deeds. So, when a person does a good deed, it removes, it takes away the evil deed. If it is of the minor sins. As to the major sins, then nothing will be beneficial except repentance regarding them. So therefore, 
sins is from the causes which will take away the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and obedience is from the causes which will bring the pleasure of Allah and the believer should therefore stick to the obedience if he really seeks the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and if the person looks for people's pleasure then let him make Allah pleased with him because if Allah is pleased with him he will suffice your people and will make people pleased with you otherwise the opposite then he may Allah be pleased with him Ka'ab bin Malik said that Prophet ﷺ left Medina on a Thursday and he used to love to go out on Thursdays but this is not something which he continuously did sometimes he went out on Saturday as he did in his farewell pilgrimage and maybe he left also on other days but the most often is that he used to go out and leave on Thursdays and then he mentioned that the Prophet ﷺ returned to the Medina during the Duha time mid-morning and that he went straight to the masjid and offered two rak'ah in the masjid and this was from his sunnah that when he returns the first thing he would do is go straight to the masjid doing nothing except that and these two rak'ah can be done at all times even the times when nafil prayer is forbidden because this is a salah linked to its causes and thus there is no prohibition regarding it it can be done in any time as long as its cause exists and therefore from this we take whenever a person returns to his hometown the first thing he should do before anything else is start with the masjid this brings the end of this great hadith the hadith of truthfulness and repentance of the three regarding the expedition of Tabuk Ka'ab bin Malik Murara bin Rabi' wa Hilal bin Umayyah and their truthfulness and the repentance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon them and the Quran that was revealed regarding them recited until the day of resurrection ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to accept this effort and to have mercy upon us all والحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم